Dear friends in Christ, I join with our triumphant love staff in offering our constant prayers for you all, for our community and the world. Every day I give thanks to God for the ways you continue to live out your faith by worshiping where you are, deepening your discipleship, and caring for your neighbors and each other. Our future is overshadowed by graphs and charts of COVID-19 community spread in counties, states, and countries. But our future is also foreshadowed by scripture and liturgical seasons as we travel through this time of Lenten wilderness and fasting into the promise of Easter and resurrection life. So though we continue to practice social distancing, we also continue our Wednesday gatherings for Lenten evening prayer through the blessing of technology. For this midweek worship, we continue using Holden evening prayer, hearing a brief homily and then practicing based on the theme for the week. So tonight we invite you to pause, light a candle and gather together where you are. For those who are able, we invite you to listen right now and know that we are worshiping together spiritually, even though we are apart physically. And the peace of Christ be with you always.
Jesus Christ, you are the light of the world. The light no darkness can overcome. Stay with us now, for it is evening. And the day is almost over. Let your light scatter the darkness. And shine within your people here.
reading for this evening comes from the sixth chapter of Numbers. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the Israelites. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the Israelites, and I will bless them. Here ends the reading. Let us pray. O God, you have called your servants to ventures of which we cannot see the ending, by paths as yet untrodden, through perils unknown. Give us faith to continue becoming your church in new ways, not yet knowing what that might look like but trusting that your hand is leading us and your love blessing us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. About 10 years ago, as I was first reading Barbara Brown Taylor's book, An Altar in the World, I happened to be in London, England, visiting family members. And while Eric, Brecken, my sister, and I spent a fair amount of time touring and even worshiping in ancient cathedrals, I must admit we spent one Sunday practicing the unofficial official religion of England. No, I am not referring to attending an Anglican service, but rather worship of a different type, the Sunday pastime of football. Yes, like people often say, football is a religion in Texas, so it is in England, although the football there is actually played with the feet. And yet, this time we spent in the stadium was still worshipful, even a blessing, in part because Taylor's book opened my eyes to see that blessing exists beyond the sanctuary walls. Several Sundays, though, we spent time in more traditional worship services, even in the famous Westminster Abbey and St. Paul's Cathedral. And while the Anglican services and certainly the English accents were a bit different to my Lutheran practice and American ears, there was a familiarity about them too. 
There are certain pieces of our liturgy that have spanned our denominational differences and stood the test of time. And so as I stood with my family beneath the great dome of St. Paul's Cathedral, I felt the full weight of the benediction we hear weekly. I know these are words familiar to you as well. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. This blessing called the Aaronic blessing has existed since the time of Moses and Aaron for whom it is named. In Numbers, we read that the Lord spoke to Moses and instructed that Aaron and his sons, who would become the priests of the Israelites, were to so bless the people of God. This benediction has been used in both the Jewish and the Christian tradition ever since. In fact, the blessing's ancient character and importance were confirmed by an archaeological discovery in Jerusalem, as the blessing was found inscribed on two silver cylinders dating from around 600 BC. They are the earliest known fragments of any biblical text. And standing in the hallowed halls of St. Paul's Cathedral that Sunday, as I felt the weight, the power, the generosity of that benediction, it hit me. On most Sundays, I stand behind the altar and look out upon the congregation and pronounce that blessing. But on that Sunday, I was in a different spot. I sat amongst the people and heard it said to me. As I looked at those gathered round about me, I felt even more strongly something that I have always known. As someone who has been paid to pronounce blessings at weddings and funerals, at baptisms and house blessings, at soup kitchens, and yes, at football games of both types, I think it is a big mistake to perpetuate the illusion that only certain people can bless things. Episcopal priest Barbara Brown Taylor shares this concern in her book, An Altar in the World. I know many people, of course, who ask a blessing before they eat a meal. I know some who bless their children at home before bedtime. And still around here in Texas, you can sneeze and receive at least one blessing from someone you don't even know. But often in our culture, it seems that blessings or being blessed is misunderstood, or at the very least, perhaps being watered down. We do bless people when they sneeze or cough out of habit without thinking sometimes, though, of what we say. We might say that we are blessed when we are wealthy enough to afford luxuries, and when good luck comes our way, we say that we are blessed. But blessings are much more than that. The modern English word blessing comes from an Anglo-Saxon word that means marked with blood. What? Blood? This may seem gory and barbaric, but when you think about it, that's not the case. In the Old Testament, you may remember Abraham and Sarah are blessed by God. And then that blessing, that blood mark, is passed on to their descendants through their bloodline. 
And on Monday, Thursday, in a few weeks, we will remember that in an upper room, Jesus ate a meal with his disciples, making a new covenant in his blood and offered a new blessing to all who believe in him. As children of the new covenant in Christ Jesus, we are inheritors of this blessing. We have been blessed with the blessing that has been handed down to us from Abraham and Sarah to Aaron and his family and through Jesus Christ. But it doesn't stop there. We cannot hold this blessing in. It spills forth from us because we cannot contain it. We are blessed in order to pass on that blessing. When we are blessed at the end of worship, we are renewed, strengthened, and re-energized, and proudly wear this blessing mark in the world. So with God's blessing, we are not merely lucky. We are chosen. And to bless others is to pass on the goodness of God, the love of God, the sacrifice of God, the hope of God, the joy of God, and the promise of God. That Sunday, as the priest announced the ancient Aaronic blessing at St. Paul's Cathedral, I felt the full weight, power, and generosity and grace of those words. The Lord bless you and keep you. I got chills and breathed deep the blessing of God. If you've ever received the blessing and felt as much, you know. The world needs this blessing too. Not just from me, a pastor, but also from you, the priesthood of all believers. Maybe even more so now, in this time of increasing isolation, fear, and anxiety in our communities and across the world. Like the other spiritual disciplines we have examined over the last weeks, this one probably takes some practice. The topic tonight is, after all, benediction, the practice of pronouncing blessing. So you might start tonight with a simple ancient Jewish tradition as you say your bedtime prayers. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, creator of the universe. The prayer that we have already sung this evening. Or you might start with blessing people and things around you. I have had a bit of fun doing it myself this week. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, creator of the universe, and blessed are you, blue bonnets, popping up along my way like a highway of hope. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, creator of the universe, and blessed are you, neighbor, for having a can of tomato paste in my time of need. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, creator of the universe, and blessed are you, Google Hangouts, Podcast, FaceTime, and Zoom, that keep us together when we feel apart or are falling apart. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, creator of the universe, and blessed are you, children, who made chalk drawings to brighten a gloomy day. And sometimes, yes, blessed are you, O Lord, our God, creator of the universe, and blessed are you, green soccer field and rowdy fans.
And perhaps right now, blessed are you, O Lord our God, creator of the universe, and blessed are you parents, juggling working from home while teaching your children without the appropriate certifications and with only a shred of sanity left. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, creator of the universe. And blessed are you, truck drivers, first responders and grocery clerks who are now overworked. And also blessed are you, waiters, bartenders, and cooks who are now underemployed. That Sunday, as the priest pronounced the ancient Aaronic blessing at St. Paul's Cathedral, the Lord bless you and keep you. I got chills as I breathed in this blessing. And the reason is this, because the most ordinary things are drenched in divine possibility. That includes blue bonnets and birds, books that open new possibilities, and churches that provide sanctuary, soccer fields and chalk drawings, neighbors and tomato paste. That includes me and you. Yes, the most ordinary things are drenched in divine possibility. Pronouncing blessing upon them is the least we can do. The world needs a reminder of God's blessing now, more than ever. And so don't just worship where you are. This week, bless where you are and where you can. Amen. Practice Not Perfect this week is, you guessed it, blessing. Start small by blessing something in nature that catches your eye or start with making the sign of the cross on a family member's forehead on or on your own each night and repeating that ironic blessing you perhaps have memorized through the years without even realizing it start small by blessing something without actually saying the words out loud or go big and say bless you to a stranger stretching their legs on a walk through the neighborhood Say bless you and actually mean it when someone sneezes next to you at the grocery store rather than panicking that you've just contracted the coronavirus. As you spend time blessing things and places and people around you, I imagine God's blessing of you in this trying time will be even more palpable too. So pause now and practice this ancient art of benediction, the practice of blessing together.
and merciful God, source and ground of all goodness and life, give to your people the peace that passes all understanding and the will to live your gospel of mercy and justice and carrying water through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God, remember us in your love and teach us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Bless our God, praise and thanks to you. May God create a blessed us and keep us. May Christ be ever light on our lives. May the Spirit of love be our guide and path for all of our May the peace of Christ go with you wherever the Spirit may send you. 
May God guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May God bring you home rejoicing at the wonders God has shown you. May God bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Go in peace and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God, and we will. Thank you for listening to our message today. We are Triumphant Love Lutheran Church and are affiliated with the Southwest Texas Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. We are located in Austin, Texas. You can follow us on our website, www.tllc.org. We look forward to you seeking us out. You have a great day, and may the Lord be with you.